Welcome to Dustrious. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Hello, and welcome to Dustrous, a high-magic, high-fantasy homebrew setting based loosely off the Pathfinder 1E system. This and Eldritch Dream Games production is made possible by our patrons, Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, Undead Fish, and in memory of Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our episode to hear about some projects that some of these people are working on. But for now, let's get started with our story. So you're going to start working on your simulacrum? Is, is that what I'm gathering here? Yes. So Brigard is sitting in the chair and kind of pondering things as you go and start building this ice block. Mm-hmm. Brigard, as you're sitting there... Ilvari comes in. Uh, you will notice that she is not in the spider form, which you know she is now a drider, but she's not looking like a drider at the moment. Mm-hmm. But she will come in carrying a mug and hand you a drink. Oh, uh, thank you. I. W- what is it? It's not blood, is it? Um, no, no, no. It's it's not blood. It's L. Um. You're going to be a little bit of a guinea pig, okay? Of... What's a guinea pig? Um... A test subject. You're going to be a test subject, okay? Okay. What am I testing? I kind of just lean and look into the room, and I'm just like... A test subject of what? To see if this particular concoction works the way I want it to. Don't worry, it won't hurt him, and I can undo it if it doesn't fade on its own. But it should fade within two hours. Okay. Uh, Holding the mug, uh, uh, do I need to drink all of it at once, or? No, just, uh, I mean, you can drink all of it, it won't hurt anything, but as little or as much as you want. Okay, uh, uh, trepidatiously, uh, a word Brigard has never said and never will. Uh, pulls the mug to his mouth and uh, takes a takes a, a, a hearty drink from it, and just like eyes like dart not suspiciously, just like looking all the while <laughs> over the mug to uh, to Alvari and um, Rick and back, and he takes a good drink. All right, so uh, J- just as a note, Don, mm. uh, it's Ilvaria Alvaria's and from from LCP. Well. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, so, sorry. So, so I'm going to keep getting it wrong. It's Ilvari. It's Ilvaria, but everybody calls her Vari. Vari. Okay, thank you for catching that. And uh, Kim, if you're listening, hi, uh, Vari. Okay, so <laughs> looking at Vari and Rick, just uh, as he's taking this drink, and he'll uh, set the mug at you know, just hold it uh, chest high, and just breathe. Yeah, you don't feel anything. Uh, you don't feel any different. Whatever. Rick, are you watching this? I'll lean back every once in a while. So, like, at first it doesn't seem like anything happens, but the next time you lean over and look, Brigard is blue and covered in pink polka dots. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just... I, he's just... I, I have a question for Brigard's sake. Uh-huh. Is it po- does it count as poison? No. Okay, never mind. So, I'm sorry, man. You're blue and pink polka dotted. Uh, so I lean back and just like, 
And what? Burger's just standing there, <laughs> still holding the mug, just at his, at his, just you know, like King of the Hill, just kind of holding it, holding it at just so, just waiting for to feel something, uh, a shift in perception, his vision go cloudy, anything. Can I? I, I have a question because this is a this is a thing I consider a, a weird use of the spell. Can I use minor image to make a mirror? I'm sure I'll let you do it. All right, make a I, mirror. I conjure a man-sized mirror in front of Brigard, and all the while snickering. Uh. Okay, uh, so before him appears a mirror with a reflection of himself looking at himself, and he's blue skin with pink polka dots. Yes. Uh, uh, he kind of freezes. Uh, have, have I been infected with a... I don't feel any different. What is this? It's just I think a- you got... Polka pox. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Rick doesn't say that. <laughs> it's it's just a a a party trick, if you will. Uh, it'll wear off two hours tops. What is the purpose of this, though? It's funny if everybody at the party starts changing colors. Oh, I see. Okay, I, and your do you plan on dropping this in other people's drinks? Something like that, yes. They won't be upset. I'm, I was a, a, a willing test subject in this, but will, will others have the same humor we are having? I think most people will find it hilarious, but it's just temporary. It goes away. Okay, Brigitte will take another drink and uh, see, just looking at his reflection to see if it changes again as he drinks more. Uh, no, you're, it, it doesn't change again, uh, but, like, she will tell you that, uh, the more you drink of it, the longer it's gonna last. <laughs> okay, he's, there's just a, about a swallow left in the mug, he just shrugs. If it's all in good fun, then he'll just knock back the rest of the drink and hand it back to her. Uh, thank you for including me in the, in the, in the, the jest, I'm... I'm excited to see how it plays out in the opening ceremony. I think it will be funny. I'll have a good laugh out. <laughs> Rick doesn't say a damn thing. Now she'll just kind of look at you, Rick, and shrug her shoulders <laughs> and say, You said I couldn't turn them into slugs. You didn't say anything about making them colorful. I also didn't say you couldn't do what you're doing. Loopholes, am I right? Oh, loopholes are one of my favorite things. You sure this is an Alivari? What the hell? <laughs> um, so yeah, Brigger just, uh, he'll stand there just uh, however long that, that mirror will stay up. He's just observing all the polka dots and everything. And, uh, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna run his hand through his hair to see if it's, uh, in his, on his scalp. And <laughs> just kind of just observe, uh, the effect. Yeah, uh, all of your skin is colored blue with pink polka dots all over it. And j- just standing there kind of being gawked at, maybe, uh, he's gonna pull out a dagger and, uh, just kinda just, not deeply or anything, just kinda, like, nick his finger a little bit to see if the, his blood had changed any. No, your blood is still blood color. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not not a big cut, but he's not, he's not shy about a small cut, so he'll just, you know, put his finger in his mouth, you know, just... Yes, uh, Okay, I'm not doing that. Uh, 
Yes, that is quite clever, actually. Do you plan on doing other things with the food or anything? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Maybe that would be fun, too. Huh. Now you've given me something to think about. And you've given me much to think about, so I think it's only fair. Hey, uh, Brigard. Yes, Rick. Before she makes you start eating magical crumpets or hot wings, uh, you mind giving me a hand? Uh, he'll clap his hands and start walking over to, uh, Rick's shoulder muscles. Not like that. Oh. What can I help you with, Rick? Oh, you're good at carving things. We need to carve this. I slapped the... I slapped the top of the ice block. This... This... This block can hold one Rick simulacrum in it. <laughs> I knew it was coming as soon as he said it. Uh, I started to say it. I've never carved ice. That's brilliant. Uh, and he'll, you know, dig into his tools. Are you... Yeah, just don't step on the blue runes there. They're what's going to keep it cold. A fire off every so often. Are you capable of creating more of these blocks if I fail? Yeah, it'll just take a little time. I will do my best, and uh, Brigard is going to pull, pull out of his pack just kind of like a like a surgeon's roll, and then it's just a bunch of uh, carving implements, and uh, it's just kind of testing each tool on the ice to see what effect it does on that, and seeing that some of them are a little more difficult to work than others, he'll try his dagger and just kind of, you know, chip here and there, and just kind of... Oh, did I put a rank? I may have put a rank in craft. I did. I put a rank in craft uh, car uh, wood carving, so I don't know if I can... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you still use that okay, for, cool. for this. And then also remember that... Uh, if you want to boost your roll and whatnot, uh, you can use your surge dice on it. This is a kumiho. But you you got a mythic level for becoming the champion of Asmodeus. Oh goddamn, that's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. Okay. Uh, I don't have on there. So, uh, well, let me just roll a check. So it's only a plus two. So I didn't put a whole lot into it. I'm not gonna. Break my character for this this niche uh, trick. Okay, ten plus two is twelve, and my surge dice just a d six, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so twelve plus six, eighteen. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, eighteen uh, with that surge dice. I got Matt's surge. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks to Asmodeus's uh, divine <laughs> intervention, he's he's able to uh, get an eighteen. <laughs> So, so yeah, uh, I mean, it's ice, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you could, I think you'd be able to tell this, this is supposed, this is meant to be Rick. Okay. So yeah, he's just chipping away and kind of, after a while, he's, uh, he's kind of getting a thrill out of the way the ice breaks off and he's just kind of like smiling to himself. Like this is a challenge for him. This is a new, entirely different, uh, style that he's used to and, you know, shaving parts here, uh, grabbing uh, a, a bit of uh, a rough and Sean, part. If Rick, if Rick wants to help, you can uh, try to assist, and uh, if you get a ten or higher, you'll bring him up to a, a twenty. Okay. 
And uh, as he's doing it, he'll like look over to Rick, size him up, go over, put a hand on his head to just judge height uh, around his arm, around his face, just um, if, if I may. And he's just, you know, cross-referencing uh, Prime Rick to Ice Rick. You're, you're being manhandled by Brickard so he can get your measurements. <laughs> okay. I, uh, he doesn't do the inseam, though. I, I, I can take 10 and not fail. Okay. So y'all got a pretty good little eye sculpture here. And I will be... Like, I, I imagine, like, that's also a part of casting the spell, so... I, in, in part of that and throughout the rest of the time, I will be doing the little... The little intricacies of the rest of the spell. Right. Uh, I like, is y'all sitting here carving this? Like, like, Fari's sitting there watching you uh, work on this. And at one point, like, she goes over where where Brigard is uh, carving in some ice and she holds a glass under it and lets some of the ice fall in the glass and then takes it (laughs) over and sits down and and pours some whiskey on top of it. Um, And it's just kind of sitting there watching y'all do this. It's, um, it's, it's whiskey on the ricks. <laughs> Good one. I'm a jackass. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, just from a mechanical standpoint, it's going to take me 12 hours to cast this spell. Oh. I don't imagine the carving part takes all of that. I hope not. And, and Brigard has to sleep at some point. Uh, but uh, we can also talk a little bit like while I'm doing it it's not like a I have to chant through the spell mm-hmm. or anything it has verbal somatic and material components but long casting time spells like you're not talking for 12 hours straight yeah or gesturing for 12 hours straight like that's usually done at the end of the spell right so if you want to talk talk yeah uh, so at this point Brigard is uh, working on the hoodie portion of uh, Ice Rick. <clears throat> so, I didn't mean to uh, drop all that shit on you, I guess. Uh, f- filing uh, the little the, the notches around where the drawstrings would be. It is a lot to consider, Rick. We've been traveling for some time now. I, I count the two of you as my closest companions. But Rick's uh, Russell's <laughs> trick. Uh, Russell's actions over the last week or so have called into question how much I really know about a man who would rather shoot first and ask questions never. As much as I'd like to, as much as I'd like to think that I could trust him. I don't think I can. I resent him too much. If he would just stop and think of his actions and... He's hes a well-spoken man. He's hes a quite intelligent man himself. He's... And I think Brigger knows this. He's also a liar. Yeah, because doesn't Brigger know that? We know that his mental voice and doesn't uh, sound the same yeah. as his outside yeah, voice, he, or as the rest of ours do. Yeah, he seems to put on a performance at all times of one way, but beneath that, when we would speak with our minds, he sounded entirely different, like a different man is living within him. And Droaga, I think it is, his ghost. Droaga, yeah. 
doesn't uh doesn't sound like that. That's true Besides, as well. From what I understand, she showed up after the fight. So, I guess going forward, and he's just you know swapping out instruments after instruments as they start to get too cold to touch, um, or start to get blunt from <laughs> having to to shave. And now he's like being intricate since. He knows the spell's gonna take a while. He's now like getting, he's encouraged. So he's like like shaving, getting texture right on uh, certain things. Um, it seems going. F- I like I probably have files somewhere uh, that can be used to resharpen them because I have uh, armor and weaponsmithing. Oh, okay, so yeah, he's just using all of his tools that he has um, that'll do any effect, and uh, he's he's now uh, uh, at this point he's 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 carving um, uh, the middle finger portion of Rick's hand <laughs> and he's uh, just getting the lines down. He's he's like, he's in his element. He is having a blast um, using a new medium and he's saying, I guess going forward, we're going to have to be very careful about how we approach things together. If he stays out of my way, I'll stay out of his. Unless it's something stupid. <laughs> uh, he, he won't chuckle. Don chuckled. Uh, Brigard is, it's no laughing matter for Brigard, uh, because, uh, he'll say, yes, the last... I mean, Brigard was there when, when Rick said that if he pulled shit like that again, that Rick would kill him. Yeah, and, and, uh, so Brigard's just focusing on the work and still talking. Um, yes, the consequences of his actions are, were, were quite large. I'm, I'm, I feel I am a, I am a changed man since my death and I am seeing the world through a different sort of lens at times. We were all changed by that experience, Rick. Maybe we all need time to cope and heal and see how we all fit together before we can bring this up and sit down as men and discuss our feelings better. Maybe. We'll see. We're not there yet. No, we are not. It's... Has it been two days? Has it only been like two days? No, it's been at least three. No, because it's... Okay, so there was a period before I showed back up. There were yeah, we had, four days uh, I thought we had, before I showed back up. Okay, so it's been... Okay, so... And then you were in jail for three. That's what it was. He, he was in jail for three days, and that's when we did our stuff. Um, okay, so okay, so it's been, a, it's been a little bit, but yes, the changes and the... The experiences we were forced to go through cannot be healed overnight. It's going to take a good deal longer. And perhaps once we get out of town together and we can focus on something that we're not surrounded by the ghosts of our past mistakes, we can start to heal together. Sending luck. But I think... And... I'd, I'd turn and Deju's like floating around the corner of the room. I think I'll keep some of my ghosts around. That was a damn good line. Uh, so at, at this point, Brigard, like, uh, he's satisfied with his work. He st- takes a step back, uh, uh, rubbing his hands against them, uh, themselves. He was using his hands to kind of warp and, you know, use the heat of his hand to maybe shape a portion here or there. So his hands are quite chilled. Um, and cramped from holding uh, so many different tools in such different ways and all that. So he's, but it, it's like a good workout for him. This 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 kind of pain is good. He likes so he's just flexing his hand and admiring his handiwork and 
looking from Rick to Ice Rick. Is uh, Vari still down with us? Uh, yeah, she's just sitting back in a chair watching y'all. <laughs> okay. So occasionally uh, he'll look to her. Uh, I think I'm finished, Rick. Vari, what do you think? I think that uh, the new Rick is slightly colder to the touch than the old one. <laughs> Rigger will have a hearty laugh at that one. Because you're dead, Rick. Uh, Rick, Rick will chuckle too. <laughs> <laughs> Rick would chuckle and then Brigger comes in with the because you're dead Rick and then, then he just kind of looks up and he's just like uh-huh <laughs> ice sculpting that's such a novel idea it's brilliant it's a thing from my time I think they probably did it during Russell's time too maybe even in Europe during yours but it's something that's kind of considered extravagant, but it's needed for this spell. Why did you need a copy of yourself? What will what will Ice Rick be doing when we're out in the summer heat? Oh, now come on, Brigger. Don't you think the world just needs to be full of copies of Rick? This one won't turn into a dragon, will it? It'll have the capability from a technical perspective, but I don't think it's strong enough to cast that spell. If it can even cast, then I'm not sure of. Well, there you have it. Um, and he's just looking at it. I'm going to have to craft new tools if I'm going to possibly do this again. Uh, in, in my home, ice was either climbed upon or broken so we could get to the water underneath. I'm familiar with a few ice carving tools. I can help you make some. You're going to give Brigger a chainsaw? Uh, if Tracy will let me, I've seen, I've seen, I've, not, I've seen, <laughs> I was, I was thinking more like the boars oh, and okay. like ice chisels. Okay, no, that's good. Yeah, because uh, I've seen, I've, I've gone to a, a winter festival where they have ice carving and the dudes are just making awesome cuts with chainsaws. So I've, I've seen ice sculpting in action. I just had to dumb it down a bit. <laughs> I mean. A, a chainsaw is not actually a horribly complicated machine. If she'll let me, I'll make a chainsaw. So it's Tracy's fault if we can't, is what you're saying. No, I'm I'm not saying it's her fault. <laughs> I'm just saying she will allow or disallow things. It's not her fault. Just this like, is reasonable. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> and I would also like to point out for even, like, Chainsaws in like sci-fi and post-apocalyptica are used to chop up zombies and stuff. That's not realistic. Chainsaws are terrible against like squishy things. Sure, it'll kill you. It ain't gonna be an effective weapon though. Sean's blade. Sean's blade. I don't know. If I give him a chainsaw, I'm kind of gonna want him to run around like Grell. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure if Rick could make a chainsaw, Rick could make a weaponized chainsaw that would be better for fight. But I also don't think Rick would use it because it would be loud. Yeah. Um, but probably I would <laughs> happily give Brigger a big-ass chainsaw to fight with. As soon as he fires it up, he's going to drop it on his foot. I mean, that's just... <laughs> as soon as he hears the like roar of a in... small engine, he is going to... <laughs> there... Drop it promptly on his, his toesies. There, there is a chainsaw sword in Pathfinder. It's from the, the Iron Gods thing. Of course it is, yeah. But, uh, 
That that's a thing for another time. Rick has Rick has twelve hours of casting to do. Well, I assume at this point it'd be more like six or eight. Rick, though, uh, af after you like get tired or or whatnot, because I you have to sleep and Rick doesn't. Um, he'll he'll bid you good night. And thanks. Of course, Rick. I'm. I'll see you in the morning. Uh, in a few hours, really, uh, we'll be joining Russell for his grand opening. Are you going to be able to keep all of your feelings in check for his big day? I'm not going to do anything. Good. I. We. I know we need. We have much work to do to repair this, but I. I would hate to. Exacerbate. No, he's not exacerbate. I would not want to uh, spark his uh, anger on a very important day for him. I would like him to have this this moment to bask in his uh, victory. Well, let's hope he has a sense of humor. See you in the morning, Burger. Yeah, and he'll uh, he'll uh, bow to uh, Vari, and um, he's not. Is he? He's still pink and polka dotted, isn't he? <laughs> no, uh, it, it, he, she told you it would last at most two hours, and you've been carving at least that long, though. So. Okay, cool. So, all right, he'll he'll look at his hands, uh, look at his arms, and smile, bow before Vari, and uh, uh, walk home. So, I do have a question about uh, Simulacrum. Okay, so it says that identifying that the creature is different than the original is opposed by the caster's disguise check, or a DC 20 sense motive. So, do I make that disguise check at the end of the spell, or yeah. is it every time somebody yeah. checks? No. Okay. Make, make it at one. the end of the spell and record it on the simulacrum sheet, and we will just go from that. That's not bad. The DC is the same either way. 20 and 20. That on his sheet. Reculacrum. <laughs> nice. Disguise ID DC, DC 20. Okay. Upon upon the morrow of the original use of the term, mm -hmm. uh, there will be two Ricks, one of which is not a vampire. <laughs> Alrighty. So you're casting that. Brigard, on your way home, uh, you will see Darlene. She's out making rounds, checking town before turns in for the night. So just a quick refresher. Darlena is um, the, uh, the guard. She is the... She is a guard. She is the elven woman mm -hmm. uh, that was a traveler that came through about five years back. Her and Travis and the pirate lady you met came through together. Karina. Karina, yes. Got it. All right, cool. So, uh, but also, she's also the one that uh, uh, <laughs> Brigard angered by uh, in his little rampage in the market, correct? Yeah, she was the one that came to stop you from rampaging through the market, and yeah. she almost got into a fight with Russell because yeah. <laughs> he was yelling at her that she wasn't doing her job and stuff. Yes. And she did not take kindly to that. Yeah, cool. Just wanted to refresh the uh, listeners who give us feedback. I love getting feedback. It makes me feel so accomplished. So uh, he'll, he'll see her, yeah. So yeah, uh, and you will also notice that the storm is getting closer. You can, you can uh, feel the winds off of it now. Uh, the lightning's a little closer. And make me a perception check. Okay. 
which uh, if I forgot to mention it, I did give Brigger the stick to hold. Oh, okay. Uh, I felt I feel it's better like just default in your yeah, yeah, possession. Yeah, you did say uh, something that effect. I got a twenty-two on my perception. Oh yeah, so uh, you will notice uh, whether or not you want to say anything. You will notice that every time that there's a loud clap of thunder, she jumps. She oh. absolutely jumps. She looks scared. Uh, he'll he'll walk over to her, not in a rush, but um, in a, in a soothing voice. Um, Darlena, are you okay? Yeah, storms unsettle me a bit. Uh, long night. Just finishing up, actually. Uh, Rick and I had uh, some business to attend to with a an old friend. Um, those storms, the storm is still a ways off. You are quite safe in town. Uh, it, it'll likely roll through. Do you want to talk about your bad experience? In in, in my experience, uh, confronting a fear helps get over it. Did it happen here on Dustress, or was it on your home? Oh, no, it's it's nothing like that. It's uh, ah, when uh, it was storming the night that my mother died. And so they just always unsettle me a bit. I know it's not logical, but it always feels like something's going to go horribly wrong when one rolls in. No, that's not... It, it may be illogical, but it's... You you're lost your mother. It's, it's perfectly healthy and natural to tie one to the other. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. When did she pass? Uh, when I was a child. Shortly after my brother was born. And, of course, us coming from a society run by women, uh, her loss meant a significant problem for the family. So things went from bad to worse. Oh, that is awful. Did you have to fulfill part of her roles being her daughter? No. Uh, we just we went from a pretty well-respected family. Uh, my mother was on one of the councils. So we were wealthy and lived well to having to go live among the poor class and get by on whatever my mother could do until I was old enough to take a job. How old were you when your mother passed? Um, well, I, I was 57, but that's not very old for an elf. Brigger's <laughs> uh, going to try and do some mental math. Stop quickly. Uh, <laughs> it is never easy to lose a parent. I've... I lost my parents. It's it's not a pain that goes away quickly. What do you do to honor your mother now that you have uh, left that world behind and now have been uh, a traveler here? Well, a large part of the reason that I'm here is because my brother, he's really smart. Like, like... Fari talks about how smart Rick is, you know, like that kind of smart. Oh, no. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Jackass. And so he had a a chance to actually attend a, a, a very special school where I'm from that men don't often get into. And therefore have a a place on the council if the family could afford it 
which, of course, we couldn't. So that's part of the reason I'm here is uh, by volunteering to become one of the travelers. My family was due a large sum of money for my loss since I'm a female and that sum of money paid for him to be able to go to the school so that he will be able to sit on the council as my mother once did. I forgot that in your world you could elect to join here. We, well, we were brought here by other means. Um, Is there no way of contacting your world since you were able to choose? No, we don't even know precisely how it works or how we get here. We just know that uh, sometimes this odd portal opens and that it means somebody from our world needs to go through and if we don't send somebody through, somebody will disappear. Yeah, so I volunteered so that the payout could go to pay for his school. And uh, I guess that was my way of honoring her. That was a very brave thing you did for your brother. Well, he'll have a much better life for it. Yes, and you honor your mother greatly by doing so in her name, where she couldn't provide for her son. And I'm better off here. Back home, I was a bouncer at a bar. That was the extent of, of what I was able to do being so young and not having the right education. So here there's more opportunities for me. Do you get to go out and travel much now that you are, you have a position here in town? I mean, I'm not like tied to to anything here. Uh, I can come and go as I please. But I hadn't done a lot of traveling since, uh, since Travis and I got here. Uh, he, he, uh, he stays to the outskirts mostly, but I guess since we came through together, there's kind of a, a special relationship to that, you know? Yes, I do know. My my companions and I, we've we've have gone we have gotten close over our time together. The recent events with the slavers has complicated things between us. There is some tensions that need to be addressed at some point, but I'm confident our our bond that we had waking up in the swamps was strong enough to see us through this as well, just like weathering a storm such as that. Yeah, well, I just want to, uh, you know, finish my rounds and get inside before the storm gets here. Of course. Will you be attending the grand opening tomorrow in the morning? I, I don't... My understanding was it was going to happen later in the in the evening. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm considering it. Well, uh, I will definitely be there as it's it's Russell's big day. But um, I hope to see you there. It's should prove to be very exciting. Um, maybe I'll see you there. I mean, normally I'd show up, but you know, Fari's my best friend, and she's still not going out in public, so. If everybody's going to be there, I may just stay with her. Perhaps I could bring you some uh, sustenance from the party. Some, I, I'm told that there's going to be quite a spread of snacks and such. Sure. And don't don't shy away from the feelings you have of the storm. The storms 
are connected to you and they make you you and you are far stronger than a storm and yeah, it's hard to punch a storm though that's true uh, <laughs> does she not have magic like we do um, well, you know, everybody in this world has magic. You've never mm-hmm. seen her cast anything. Okay. Um, well, uh, I, do, I do not know what form of magic you possess in your abilities, but uh, perhaps uh, we could work together on something to help assuage some of the, the real fear behind it. I mean, technically, I am an arcane caster, but... Uh... I don't know. I've not really gotten the hang of it. Magic's not really my thing. I'm I'm a more physical person. I I tend just to uh, I don't know charge in head first and punch things. Yes, I I my friend Russell doesn't punch, but he definitely charges in. I am more of the physical charger, so I I I get the appeal of that. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite as hot tempered as your friend. If you are. And uh, at, at this, he's going to like his, he's, it's going to be, he's, his, he's been cordial and friendly and um, compassionate so far. But uh, after hearing, after saying that, his face kind of drops. Uh, but you also have a, a long, longer life of experiences and tempering that urge, don't you? I, I suppose, yeah, I've, I've lived much longer, but I don't think I was ever that hot headed. I, I've always tended to, to hear people out and, and try to make sense of what they say before resorting to violence. Like you did for me in the market the other day, uh, last week. Like, you were the easy one. It was just, don't do that, and you pretty much listened. Uh, it was your friend who wanted to start an argument and tell me I wasn't doing my job and tell us that we were thieves and, you know. Yes, that was that was unfortunate. I was trying to make light of it, but yes, that was that is uh, a spot of tension among our group now of how do we curtail this this desire uh, my dear friend has of poking, prodding a situation rather than hearing it out fully. Well, it's something he needs to learn, but not my job to teach people. It's my job to make sure nothing's going awry around here. It has been a, a few days since I've seen you. How have things pros- or how have things progressed since uh, the reconstruction efforts? How is that? How is Hill Point right now? Everything seems to be going pretty well. Um, the inn's going to open soon, which will get things more back to normal. You know, uh, but everybody's houses have been fixed. People seem to be getting back on track, I guess you would say. Uh, a, a, a spark of, uh, I don't want to say genius, uh, goes off in his head. And, oh, I believe, um, uh, if, if I might confide in you as a town guardsman, we have uh, resolved an issue the town was facing with the disappearances of the girls. Well, the slavers are dead, so. Well... Wait, should I be revealing this? Is that metagaming? It's metagaming. I'm just going to go with it. Um, no, the the the, uh, the 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 source of the disappearances, the the jinn. Do you know of the jinn? I know 
that Zav said there was a djinn that y'all talked to that was sending the girls out on errands or something? Uh, yes, there was, uh, again, tension within a group that was causing unfortunate things to befall these poor girls. Uh, well, we've resolved things with that djinn, and they have given us assurances that the, the lands of the hill, of hill point are now warded against anyone that would come ashore. So we should see some, uh, peace there. Yeah, that is, that is helpful if nobody can sneak up on the island to take people. I do not know how they will let us know, but if something were to happen, uh, if you happen to see a, a floating body with a vortex for legs, that will be the djinn. Okay, well, I will, you know, Darlena actually went with y'all when y'all first talked to the djinn. So That's right, she, okay. She has... She has seen the gym. Okay, all right, because like I have so in my in my dumb head I have Carlina uh yeah, Karina in my head, and then I have Darlena, so I'm just in in like logic loops in my brain. So uh yes, that that is the one we spoke to and we've resolved uh the tension between them and the, the children that were bullying uh young Iva. Oh uh Travis said Iva was going with him when he went back out. Yes, yes, uh, she is going to be uh, under his tutelage of learning, uh, being a sort of ranger. I think that's good for him, you know. And her as well, yes. Well, like you said, some some of y'all get pulled, no choice in the matter, and y'all just end up here. That was the case for him, and he left behind a family, so... Yes, uh, I have spoken to him about his his world and how he was a uh, similar position to what he is here, but here he seems to have found a spot for himself as well as you have. Right. But, like, he's, he, you know, he had kids and, and whatnot, and he misses them. I think maybe having somebody to look after will be good for him. I didn't consider it from that perspective. That is... That's good. So everyone is getting something from this. And they'll grow and become stronger as people. And feel more whole and at home here. You are really probably the nicest person. And it seems to come to you naturally. Wait till I tell you about the devil god I have in my heart. Oh, a devil god. Oh, that was, okay. that, that was Don. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized, like, I'm saying all this. I'm like, I'm a, a champion of Ismodius. Um, but no, he, he'll laugh at this. I'm, I am not perfect, but this world is so much stranger and beautiful, but dangerous than my own home. And I feel cynicism has its place. Certainly, I'm learning that you can't always trust the surface level of things. You have to delve a little further, but that's what my more intelligent friends are for. I'm I'm here to spread some sort of peace and protection and it, it does me no good to dwell on the, the, the darker parts. Wouldn't sell yourself short, Burger. There, there are different kinds of intelligence. Uh, your kind of blush and smile is like it just seems so... The differences between myself and Rick, the way we approach problems, and then the way Russell approaches them with his emotion, and it's just 
just kind of gets swept along for the ride. They are like two wild stallions. Oh, wait, no, because according to Wes, Native Americans didn't have horses. <laughs> they, they, they are like two unbonded wolves chomping at the bit to prove themselves and assert themselves. I just kind of get swept along in the pack. Well, I can't say much about Russell. Don't know much about the where and when that he's from. But your friend Rick there carries that little device, that phone. You seen it? Yes, yes. It's very peculiar how much he treasures that item. So I can tell you in his case, at least, he comes from somewhere every bit of information he's ever needed was just seconds away because of that device. He's not used to having to wait for things. Well, he'll be waiting tonight as he's casting his magics. <laughs> he may he may have a little bit of impatience built into his character because of that. But we did have the experience with the slavers and all the fallout from that. We've we've all changed ever so slightly and we are growing as people, so I'm I'm encouraged to see how his new existence is treating him. Well, the wonderful thing about being a vampire is you can learn patience because you have all the time in the world. <laughs> yes, if he didn't have it already, he is definitely going to have to learn to take things a little slower. There's no rush when there's no real end point. No, <laughs> right. So, uh, maybe that will help balance it out a little for him. You should probably get inside before the storm gets here. Yes, I was watching it from, uh, a distance earlier. It looks like it could be a good one. Um, you too, make sure you get in before it hits, and, um, I hope to see you tomorrow. I'll be around. And Bergard will incline his head and, uh, not, I almost said trot, uh, <laughs> walk home and, uh, get inside and, uh, uh unarm him. What's the word? What's the opposite of Don? Doff. Uh, doff his armor and all that stuff and uh, settle into bed. And he's got a window open so he can hear the storm rolling in. All right. So then the question becomes, is there going to be anything else in town that you are going to want to take care of? Um, no, uh, no. Uh, tomorrow is just going to be a day of, uh, for Brigard anyway, um, busying himself in his shop, maybe, uh, hit uh, Rick up for uh, some of those ice carving tools, because he's not going to do it... <laughs> Logically, he can do it full-time, but uh, at some point he would like to get with Rick about uh, crafting tools such as that, so if he gets to do it again for other things. But no, after that, it's um, cr maybe uh, crafting a, a wooden gift for uh, Russell for the uh, grand opening. All right. Well, Sean, did you have anything else you wanted to necessarily take care of other than your simulacrum? Rick sends Ricky Lacrum to the to the thing instead of going himself. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dusters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Alamancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting. And for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com.
Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We had an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had to... Travis? I understand. Why but, the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. So you're saying a strategy of burning everything down isn't a good strategy? Believe it or not, no. Called Shots Entertainment presents CSE Plaguestone. Let's go <laughs> skipping into battle. Fate is the domain of the lady. Those who seek to disrupt it tarnish the natural order. Balance must be struck to maintain the order. You have to be more quick than that, Jay. Quicker. Are we more quick. quick. Is it dark more in quick. this room? You know you're an asshole. Must have written a confession. Where is it? This is our take on the Fall of Plaguestone Pathfinder 2nd Edition Adventure by Paizo. Join us for this and future adventures. They're doing this intelligent thing. I'm doing the fun thing. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is Last Call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time. 